You're listening to Know, Like, and Trust by Stampede Digital Systems. As a pioneer of the Know, Like, and Trust movement, Stampede guides listeners through the marketing process with real-life examples of successful individuals. Today's show highlights a business owner who offers a valuable service, making a powerful impact on the world. With your host, Troy Campbell. Hello, listeners. We're so glad that you joined us today. Uh, we have an amazing guest on the show today on our Stampede's No Like, and Trust podcast. An amazing example of that. The No Like, and Trust model is really a model about marketing and sales that when we as business owners, um, leaders of organizations, try to build and grow, it's helpful to have people know, like, and trust us. So that's what this podcast is all about. And we love the stories of the people uh, that are part of our podcast um, and are really a good representative of that know, like, and trust ideal. And so today uh, we have an amazing guest. His name is Mark Worcester. Uh, he is an entrepreneur, a leader, a fitness fanatic, healthcare professional. Uh, he brings passion and joy to everything he does, from chairman of the board of a $20 million uh, health service agency, the certified yoga instructor. He has accumulated an impressive array of diverse experiences. He's known for his charismatic, high-energy approach to leadership. Mark has led many groups to successful completion of their missions. Um, his, his organization is Nurse Mark, and I'm going to let him tell more about that and share his story. Welcome to the show, Mark. Hey, Troy. Thanks for having me, man. Much appreciated. All right. I love it. I love it. Um, do you want to say, yeah, you're writing a book. Before you tell your story, I just want just for you to tell me the name of your book. It's oh. In a way that oh. uh, a family family. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's absolutely effing amazing living a life you love. And you know, it actually launched on Amazon yesterday and it reached number one best-selling status. So I'm a number one best-selling author on Amazon. So excited. That's smart. Uh, and we have you on our show today. What an honor. What a great follow-up. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's perfect. <laughs> so tell me, how did, how did you come to write this story? How, tell us your story. How you got oh. doing Man, I'd, well, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a great story because I lived it and I'm still living it. Thank goodness. Yeah, everything's good so far. So I, um, I ran a tech company for 30 years. I founded in 1987. I exited that business at the end of 2017 and had great success, multi-million dollar. I'm mean, still running today. My business partner bought me out. And so it was a fabulous business. But I knew like, maybe about 2012, it really it was no real passion in it for me anymore, right? Right. So I decided I wanted to get into healthcare. And it's really funny. I, my, my real push to get into it was I was dating a nurse and I loved her job. She would come home and tell me stories. She was a home health nurse. She would tell me stories about her interactions with people. And I said, that seems really meaningful, man. I want to do that. And, uh, and so I went and um, got a nursing degree and then exited the company at the end of 2017. Oh, that is amazing. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. When, I, I, when I was forming a, a mortgage company in the 90s, when I was just 
I was young, just married to mm-hmm. man's meat while I got this mortgage brokerage going. I was a, um, it wasn't a nurse. It was just a home health aide, right? So I'm there wiping bottoms of, you know, old folks. You know what? I will never have a more fulfilling job ever. Man, I'll tell you, it was my clinical experiences at nursing school were exactly the same because you start out as a, as a nursing assistant, right? So that's what you're doing. Yeah. And it's humbling, right? You're wiping someone else's butt. And you, you know what? They're happy you're doing it. I mean, seriously, they aren't able to do it and you're helping them out. So it was, I went from, you know, I went from the CEO of my own company to wiping butts in a hospital. I'm like, okay, all right, this is good. This is good. <laughs> you know, talk about no like trust. You know, they got to know you like you and trust you because you're getting intimate with them. Yep. That's- uh, and it, it was, it was an amazing transition in, um, in, in, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much more to the story and we will, well, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that, but the book is really about uh, my experiences in creating this life that I absolutely love. That, that's yeah. yeah. Let us know. Tell us, tell us more, please. All right, man, I'll, I'll rip into it. So I had, you know, running that company, I was making great money. It was 30 years in. I didn't have to work very hard because, you know, once you, you get a good group of uh, a client base, you know, the business, I mean, you have people that are working for you. I had great people that worked at the company. I didn't have to work hard. And, uh, and so when I got out of it, people said, well, I don't, I don't get it. Why would you give up such a great life? Right. Uh, and, and the thing was, it just wasn't satisfying for me anymore. Like I didn't have that connection to it, as I said earlier. Uh, and, um, the, you know, the book is about my experiences of actually, uh, in May of 2011, a lot of different circumstances that were coming up that are in the book. I ended up in front of the mirror with a gun to my head, deciding whether I'm going to actually pull the trigger or not. And so the book is about my journey from that moment until now where I've created this amazing life, utilizing different techniques like meditation and and mindfulness and exercise and nutrition and the use of cannabis, the appropriate use of cannabis, because behind the scenes, you know, I've had this amazingly successful life, business-wise, personal-wise. I've had lifelong depression and mood disorder. Like, yeah. that's, bit, that's, that's how I'm wired, right? Yes. Medications didn't work for me. So right. I suffered, literally suffered. Mm-hmm. And so now I've got this, uh, that's what the book is about, is how I've been able to utilize these other tools uh, that aren't particularly in the mainstream of treatment. Some of them are utilized, but putting them all together has created this amazing ah. ability to to live a depression-free life, you know, medication-free really for the last five years, other than utilizing cannabis. And that is, for me, my my chosen medication that works just fantastic. Amazing. I, yeah, I, I, I'll bet you, I, you know, I don't know if us entrepreneurial types would be forthcoming, but mm. I'll bet you more than more than half suffer from some sort of depression. Well, yeah. Well, one of the, one of the stats that I, that I talk about in the book is that 
you know, what we know, a, a minimum of 30% of the entrepreneurial community suffer from depression. Yeah. As opposed to the general population, which is just 7%, right? So there's this huge disparity. And I think, you know, you being an entrepreneur, you understand, you know, being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. Like there, there is a lot of stress and pressure, albeit a lot of it self-created because you chose this path. Exactly. But still, you know, there's this, there's that, that pressure and, uh, and it's a real deal. So, you know, I talk about that kind of thing in, in, in the book, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah it's, uh, and I, you know, um, I think there's lessons to be learned in those sufferings. And that, mm, those lessons completely. are valuable. Mm-hmm. If you're entrepreneurially minded, you're like, hey, I'm learning these lessons. I think I'm, I, I think I can use this. I can write yeah. a book about it. Totally write a book about it. Yeah, yeah. Specifically, I mean, one of the things that that I was able to uncover through a very painful experience uh, at the end of 2018 in in regard to relationships, one of the things I uncovered in working with a lot of great people is that I had a story that was set at the age of five years old, which most of us actually we do. We, We create this story of, you know, we decide who we are, who, you know, I'll decide who I am, who you are and how the world is, right? Right. So that's set in the background and we, we create that story, sort of that base story from all of our experiences up to the age of five, all the stories we hear, the experiences we have. Sometimes those stories that get set at the age of five aren't so great. So mine was, I'm unlovable. Mm-hmm. You can't be trusted in the world. There's judgmental. Yeah. It just runs in the background. Yeah. That's every relationship you have. You don't even know it's in play. I was able to uncover that and get rid of it. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There. That's that's the, the most wonderful idea, and I think you know your thesis probably, if I can just say it from my perspective, mm-hmm. is that there's hope. Always, always. There are answers. Always, always, always. If you're willing to do the work, I mean, and it's not a comfortable. It's, I mean, it's not fun, yeah. honestly, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, as human beings, we typically have things remain the same and we're wired to have things remain the same, very much based on routine right. until we get into a period of pain, enough pain that it causes us to like move to a different place and do something different. Right. So it's those painful moments that we actually have growth. Yeah. At least that's been my experience. And I think an experience for a lot of other people. Let me ask you on the on on, on all the things you've suffered. Mm-hmm. I'll tell more about your story in a little bit, but I just want to ask you: yeah. Would you change anything that you went through? Oh man, I, absolutely not, absolutely not, because it wouldn't have put me in the position of of having to do the work to create that life that I have today. That's I wouldn't trade my life for for anything. Yep. Exa- I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be at this moment, and in loving it. Like truly, absolutely loving it. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I always say the adventure is not defined by the view from the mountaintop. Adventure is found on the trail. Yeah, oh, isn't that the truth? And so, isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Valley and in the pits, and sometimes all of it. But it's all an adventure. Yeah, I think I was talking to someone. I was talking to one of my friends. 
who were talking about, you know, greatest memories, you know, and, and I'll be honest, some of my greatest memories, even, even, you know, raising my family or when I was a kid were the times when we had no money, like we were struggling, but we were all in it together. Right. And we were just, we were getting through tough times. Those are my greatest memories. It's the ones that are indelibly etched where we were all just there together. Yeah. I think, I think, think, uh, you know, that's probably useful as from a business uh, entrepreneurial perspective because sometimes we don't realize that we're actually in the good days. We're actually in the, as we're striving along that when we get to, to that success, then we'd be like going, well, now what? Right. Right. But back, right. hey, that was kind of fun. I didn't know that was fun, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. We set these lofty goals and, you know, it, it's some, we, as entrepreneurs, we always try to push the envelope, right? We set these really high goals. And, and honestly, most of the time we don't get there. I mean, we come close, almost get there. So there's always this, always there is this feeling of we just, didn't get all the way to where we wanted to go. That can drag on you after a while. But you know what? You're right. If you look at the journey instead of that end destination, the joys in the journey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love it. So, um, so, so suddenly now you're you're you've got this gun to your head, and you're going, okay. So then, why did you? What what happened? Oh man, simple. I thought of my kids. I have three kids and, and I thought, you know, is this how I want them to find me with my brains scattered across, across the room? You know, definitely not something that I wanted. I didn't want them to experience it. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I just decided that I would move in, into getting help. Right. I mean, I've been, Having depression, you, you know, I was in treatment for 25 years. You know, I always had a, like a, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, never, you know, really good ones. Yeah. Um, but I just, I decided I didn't want my kids to find me like that. Yeah. And that's when it all started is when I decided I'm going to go in a different direction. Like work isn't satisfying. I'm going to, I'm going to enroll in school. Listen, I didn't go to college right out of school. I went in the Marines when I was 17. Robbie, I didn't. I, yeah. So, corp, so I didn't know you're a fellow devil dog. Oh, Hey, 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 for five brother. Yeah. yeah I 17 years old. I had my parents sign me and I quit high school and went in. So I didn't have the college experience. Right. Yeah. I, in 2012, I enrolled in college for really the first time in, 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 you know, that, that, that's a whole other story because when you're running a company and you have employees and they see you going to school for something completely unrelated to the business, they get a little shaky. So I had to deal with all of that. I mean, it's, oh man, so many great stories. <laughs> oh, I love it though. Um, yeah. Oh, I, so, so, so then, so now you're like, okay, I'm not going to, I, my kids, which is, you know, I mean, talk about, purpose and meaning we find in those connections mm-hmm. with our family. And so, and then I'm going to go a different route. Was, was the, the job change the different route? Is that, was that the first thing that you decided to change? Yeah. The job change was sort of the first 
piece and I didn't know what I was going to do with it. Right. I, I, I knew that, uh, I wanted to do something different. I didn't necessarily think it was going to be a staff nurse on the floor because, you know, I'm, I'm coming from a big picture. Like I want to affect, you know, millions of people as opposed to one at a time. I mean, I love that one at a time, uh, you know, being with people. I love that part of nursing, but, but my goal is to affect millions of people. So I would have to do something different within the nursing genre to be able like make that happen yeah yeah um yeah so um you know i love the idea that you it's it's sort of like i'm just gonna leap you know you just just you just left just Mm. there was some sort of what did you what what sort of faith or what sort of hope or what sort of thing did you just kind of go you know Maybe I left when I joined the Marine Corps and something good happened. So I'm going to leave now. Is that? I've always done that, man. It's like I did when I go, when I, when I, I've tried so many different things. Like I, I, and I'm not done yet. I just, I love to experience new things. And whenever I do, I go in 100%. It's never a half effort. So I knew I was going to do nursing. I went in 100%. I was president of the class and, you know, and, and um, yeah, I just, I don't do anything half. Right. It's always a hundred percent. So whether it's so I, st- I started doing CrossFit eight years ago, I went and got certified as a CrossFit level one coach. Why? Because I was going to coach. No, because that just makes sense to me. If you're going to do it, you might as well go in and do it. Yeah. So always, always um, experiencing something new. And that's how it is with cannabis. So with this cannabis thing, and, and I got introduced to the cannabis industry and sort of, you know, the, the medicinal side of it, Right. you know, I'm enrolled in a master's program in cannabis science and therapeutics, University of Maryland School of Pharmacy. Like I'm not going halfway in. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, uh, Rico Lamit, he's, he's over Canagather. I think it's canagather.com where we're yep. creating masterminds a group. He told me that um, the cannabis industry is sort of past, he calls it the reefer stage, where you just got, you know, the the, the advocates are like, going, hey, dude, you, you got to do this forever, right? Where now yeah. it's going, look at the science behind how, oh. I mean, this is, look at the, look at the legitimate business, businesses that can be created around it, that can be served, even like, you know, he's going hemp. Hemp itself could hemp itself. Could I mean, it's uh, it's just it's incredible. I mean, I have friends that are running companies that are creating hemp plastic products now, which are biodegradable. That blows my mind because that's for me that's a huge issue in the world, right? Sustainable living is a huge issue as we continue to grow and expand as the human species expands to eight billion people. There's a ton of plastic that is causing a problem, right? Biodegradable plastics, amazing hemp. They're hemp babies. Yeah. So, so, so tell me about the strain and, and, and just, you know, cause maybe like I, I, I've, I think I've studied um, this issue because one of our, one of our clients is just really, they're engineers in that whole industry. And so I've mm-hmm. had sort of, I've passed through and learned a lot for our listeners who might not know um, kind of about the medical uses and, and, and how it affected you. Will you kind of go over that a little bit? 
yeah. So the, there are, the, it's an amazing, amazing plant. Hey, we get the dog in the background. Hey, what's up? Uh, so, um, he wishes. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's very chill. He's a good, good man. So, you know, there are 550 different strains of cannabis, known strains, right? Each one has its own particular chemo bar, its own chemical composition. It's, we have so early on still in the stages of understanding how best to use these because each one of those could have a different effect on each individual person, right? A, a different medical effect. And so it's, it's an amazing moment in time to be at the forefront of an industry that's just so early on, right? Right. Yeah. And, and, and so did, did you, were you led to a certain strain and that helped out your, uh, your depression and alleviated those, those things? How did that work? Yeah, you know, it, it, it really, yeah, it was, it was a certain, uh, I use a certain blend of CBD. And um, uh, in, so that particular, uh, you know, terpene content and, you know, when it really gets down to how this product's made, right? It's how it's extracted and, and whether uh, all of those other chemicals that are within the plant are kept, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, that it's just fascinating that that um, you know, bringing uh, in marketing and sales. You know, we always say where where our company comes in because we do full stack marketing is after the product has been developed. We can't develop that for the entrepreneur. They need to they need to have something there of value, and and that you know that. And so I'm really interested in in hearing about that value that those different strains and, and, and how it's being made a business, you know, what, what do the universities and the courses, what are they talking about? So we're, we're talking about specifically how each one of those chemicals that are resident within a cannabis plant is working within the body Sure. that we know of today. You know, how does it work within the human body? And uh, so we get down to each individual one. Right. You want to hold on? I'm, I'm going to take care of this dog. We, yeah. Do, yeah. Do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Puppy dog. He wants to chat. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's the hazards of uh, working from home and not the office, right? <laughs> I think it brings authenticity to the show. Well, there's authenticity for sure. I think authenticity. No, I can trust. No like and trust. You can't, you trust people who have dogs, right? Yes, you trust people who have dogs. You trust, yeah, yep. Um, Sarge is a good boy. So, yep. so, so now, so now, okay, so now you're being healed, and you're a nurse. When did mm -hmm. when did the cannabis business idea come in? So when I first got introduced to the cannabis world, I was living in uh, Brooklyn, New York. And I was um, actually uh, living with a girl who had started a cannabis business, CBD company, four years prior. And so she had a, a really unique story where she had had breast cancer and she couldn't take opioids for pain uh, because of an allergy to them. And she found cannabis and couldn't find really good cannabis products that uh, 
that she could rely upon. So she started this company, this amazing entrepreneur named Jenny Argy. And so I got introduced to it that way. And, and it was right at the time I had sold my company and finished my bachelor's in nursing. So I'm like, oh my gosh, let me just, the more I dove into the, the real um, uh, science behind it, the more I was just hooked. The more I was hooked on, oh my gosh, this is going to be an amazing uh, industry. It's going to be an amazing plant that's going to help a lot of people. Uh, in a very positive way. And so, you know, uh, I worked with her and her company for a while. And then I branched off and started my own company, the Nurse Mark brand CBD products. And I did that probably eight months ago. So I formulated with a pharmacist, uh, you know, a, a doctor of pharmacy, and we worked on the products for maybe six months, a little, probably a little bit longer than that, um, working on the blends because one of the things about, you know, CBD oils, taste isn't that great because, well, it's a plant-based product, right? So it's going to have all of those constituents. They don't taste great. So you really need to blend everything together to get something that's going to be palatable and taste good. Okay. You know, it's, but the science behind it, Troy, is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, it's interesting that in our body, we actually have little receptors that are just sitting there doing nothing. And then those specific things, it's like they were formed just to connect with the, oh, your body, your body makes cannabinoids. Yeah. It absolutely produces chemicals that are similar in nature to what are in cannabis, cannabis plants, cannabinoids. Cannabinoid. Yeah. So those receptors that there and, and it's the largest neurotransmitting system in the body. And, uh, and, it, 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 that endocannabinoid system, that ECS system, right. regulates almost every other neurotransmitting system in your body. So it's involved in what they call homeostasis. It's involved in keeping the body operating at a prime optimum level. Right. Yeah. Well, so, so, so tell me how marketing this stuff is. I mean, a lot of us... <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but... Oh, yeah. Uh, marketing these days? Dude, you know, I, I equate it to this. You know, I was in the tech business for a long time. And back in the day, a lot of people don't know the internet cost a lot of money. If you were a business, it cost you 2500 bucks a month for an internet connection. And I'm not talking anything that was fast. I'm talking just a low-grade connection, right? But then DSL came. And DSL was this technology that for short money, you could get a high-speed internet connection it took off, right? right? There were a thousand companies selling DSL. Within two years, there were four left, right? Yep. That's how it's, that's how I think it's going to be in the CBD world. There's like thousands of companies that are selling CBD right now in the marketplace. Right. And how do you differentiate? Hey, I've got the best extracted product. I've got the safest product because we tested three times, blah, 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 blah. Right. It comes down to no like trust, doesn't it? Right. That's what it comes down to. So that's how you market it. Wow. Um, I, I, well, and I was really interested in, um, you know, we've been terrified of any, you know, of marijuana. Of, we associate it with, you know, cocaine and meth. And yeah, um, we yeah. Look, look at these devastating communities that have that have just been. It's just these drugs have been inundated. Mm -hmm. Counter that. Um, 
that because that's an education process, man. It's an education process. It's uh, it's really undoing eighty years of of negative misinformation and bringing it back around to understanding that this is a valuable medicinal plant. I mean, in 1937, when when there was congressional testimony to decide whether this uh, marijuana tax act was going to pass or not, sure. the American Medical Association was against it. They testified in Congress and said, this is crazy. We use this as a medicine. Uh-huh. We to shut this off and make it illegal is going to cut research off on, on a plant that we think is could be hugely beneficial to mankind. Right. Yeah. Right. So we've got 80 years of negative misinformation that's still going on today that we need to continually educate the public till we finally get to a point where we can elect the correct officials who are going to actually do what should be done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's just your stories are, I think probably the, the best thing, you know, sharing, this is working for me and here's the Yeah. Let you know. Let us hear the stories, and then we back it up with this. My God, I mean, I, I, I literally, Troy, was I could, I probably was on every medication that you can think of for depression, and and all of them have side effects that are associated with them, which are why I'm not on them now, right? Thanks. But cannabis is something that is the side, the the safety profile is so good, and the side effects are so minimal that it it just works. And I don't have any horrible side effects, which is amazing. Yeah, here I am. It's working for me. You know, let's yeah, let's broadcast that. And yeah, that's there's stuff. Yeah, powerful than that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mark. Uh, during our show, we have learned to like you and, uh, and know you and like you. Dare I say, mm. you and trust you. Thank you so much for sharing your journey with us. It's just so fascinating where you're going and what you're doing with it. Thank yeah, thanks, man. Yourself, thank you for leaping and and becoming the man that you are because you're you're taking care of us and helping us. And I just, I you know, I say that as deeply as I can that I am grateful that you mm. that you're on. Thanks, thanks, man. You know, it's 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 my passion. It's what it's where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing for sure. How do we get a hold of you so we can do some business with you? Hey, you know, nursemark.co. That's the website. You can go there. You can get some information. You can purchase products. You can schedule a session with me if you need to. Uh, nursemark at nursemark.co is my email address. Absolutely available. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. Look me up. Reach out. I am always available to talk to people about anything related to this whole industry. Or in how to create a life that you love, not even just even separate from the cannabis side of things, just about what strategies and and tactics that you can use to really create a life that you're, you can't wait to get up in the morning and just start another day. I love it. And then I I also noticed you've got some really good YouTube videos. Yeah. And then your book, go buy my book. Absolutely effing amazing. Living a life you love. The Nurse Mark Podcast. Look at, look at, search out Nurse Mark Podcast. It's out there. Well, thank you, Mark. It's been an honor. Appreciate you. Troy, thanks so much. Appreciate the opportunity, man. All right. Semper Fi, brother. Semper Fi. That's right. 
You have been listening to Know, Like, Trust by Stampede Digital Systems, a part of the Stampede Podcast Network. The questions from today's interview have been adapted and simplified from the powerful marketing tool, the Sales Site Blueprint. To learn more and get the full set of questions to start your business on the Know, Like, Trust path, download your free Sales Site Blueprint today from StampedeWeb.com. That's StampedeWeb.com. Until next time, this is Be Rich, signing out.